different there you go i can't tell which skype i'm on now (laughs) (laughs) i've I've got them both open such a fucking drug dealer you've got like milk skypes (laughs) this is my work skype this is my it's a burner skype (laughs) (laughs) so i i'm not going to i'm just gonna leave them both open i guess yeah don't close anything (laughs) just leave it as is Stand, stand on your it's right always, foot. It's always me that's fucking things up. In fairness, <laughs> Darren was just saying that like every second recording it has to do with someone, they open the conversation with, I've just had to reboot Skype. So, yeah, it's not just you. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I never have these performance issues. Oh. <laughs> 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 You might well, when hear you get a, older. You might hear a rim shot after that bit when I do the editing. <laughs> yeah, um, I think um, I was saying to, to, to Dan not to get us too far off uh, topic right at the start, which will happen very, very quickly because we need to back on here. I think I think from listening to the shows that I have listened to of your your podcast, Dan, I can say that ours was the most tangentially tangential um, show that you've done yet. And I think there's a good chance we'll beat it on this one. 
Nice. Um, but yeah, I was saying to Darren that it seems like all the all the new kids, all the new podcasters, are favouring the Google Hangout as opposed to Skype because apparently it's more reliable. You don't really need to download anything, um, and it doesn't sound like you're on a call when you're speaking. It just sounds like you're speaking over a microphone. So maybe something for the future to think about. In the, you know what's really funny is that like in the, the last time we recorded together. We were joking about how the Midnight Horror Show was like not really being consistent, uh-huh. and then in the interim, we've done one show and then promised to come back and then not done anything since. Now, now we don't even mention it. Yes, it's not be named. It's, it's not like uh, like hey, is there going to be a show tonight? We just we don't bother even asking. Yeah, people have stopped asking on the page as well, which is never a good sign. As <laughs> <laughs> usually, I sign that. Um, that time has moved on, including people. Uh, yeah. So it will eventually one day it'll come back. And yeah. It seems that that Zelda killed it for a bit, and now Friday the Thirteenth seems to be, to have put yeah. the nail into the coffin. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth and uh, a combination of different sports and other things. You American and you know, Americans in your sports. <laughs> crazy, well, crazy, crazy people. Now that my team like- got us. Uh, Almost swept out of the playoffs by the team that Smoke apparently likes uh, this year. To... I like I liked them uh, years and years ago, and then I like them now because you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, this is Smoke. Smoke, listeners. Um, they're on the verge of getting a cup, I believe. We'll see. I haven't been watching the games. It, it's, it's, giving me something to follow besides, it's giving me something to follow besides the Giants. The Giants are shit. Can they feel no, like I, Charlie Brown right now in school? Yes, something ma'am. Fucking Giants and best at seven. This is this is why this is this is what's wrong with the world right now. A competition should be best at one, not best at seven. The person that wins is the winner. You don't have to fucking play that person seven times in order to find out who the winner is. Is that doesn't the EPL? Doesn't they have series, or is it just a one game and you're done? The EPL sounds like a government like facility, but it sends people out to treat water and people for potential infection of Legionnaires' disease. It's the English Premier League. I thought I thought that would be up your alley. Why? Is that, what? Cur- is that, is that curly? What Which, sport is that? Cricket? Like one one, it's English, right? So I have no interest. <laughs> Two, it's football, and I couldn't give less of a fuck about sorry, soccer. Um I couldn't give less of a fuck about soccer. Scotland is just like England Junior. You hate it um, so much Scot- that you call it soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and for fuck's sake, stop saying soccer. I will not rise to your your nonsense today, Smoke. I will not rise to it at all. I see what you're trying to do, and it's not going to happen. I'm going to sit here, enjoy my beer, drink my whiskey, and hate you silently like every good Scot does. I like to stir the pot. You do. You like to stir it with a fucking chainsaw. Uh, (laughs) You think we're a couple of cuck flakes that'll take that shit? Um, So so the newspapers are telling me, yeah. (laughs) If you believe any of that. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs when even even right wing media is is finding difficulty supporting a Republican president. Um, that's that's when you know like, things aren't looking too good. Although I'm sure he'll be fine. He's basically, I think, I think what he's done. We might as well get this out that we right at the start. I think what Trump's done really, really well is kind of shown how non-committal 
um, your country is to actually follow him through with people in power breaking the law. Mm-hmm. I think he's just really highlighted it because he's he's literally done everything that all your previous presidents have been impeached for, and no one has the stomach to do anything about it. So I think I think if if that's a good thing uh, that comes I, out of this, I don't know. That, it seems like every president does the same dumb shit. So he's just more brash and. Uh... He's more of a buffoon about it. I don't, I don't, I don't think any president before, maybe except someone like potentially Nixon, has ever fired <laughs> the the you know the head of the FBI because the guy wouldn't say, um, "I will drop this investigation," which is looking into you. Um, I don't think that's ever happened before. Um, I wouldn't say that's the worst thing he's done. I think he's done a whole lot worse. But I think what's really interesting is everyone keeps saying, "Oh well, you know, he's going to be in trouble about this," and then nothing happens. So all he's done—it's like the boy that cried wolf. Essentially, I think Trump has just really highlighted that there is no real gumption, no real energy, no real stamina um, within your country to hold people in power to account. Um, I think that's what's really interesting about it. Although I would say the same thing happens over here, so we're all in the same boat, and it's sinking. <laughs> We'll all get together somewhere, somewhere cool where there's alcohol. Oh, he spoke about to say something about Scotland. <laughs> no, I was just saying like what you're describing just sounds like government. Yeah, well, this is this is it. Yeah, but in the past, I think like, this is the thing that means. Like, oh, it's, it's, it was it's been different somehow before. Yeah, but I, this, I, think I mean, thing- do you think that if uh, Clinton had won this election, that she wouldn't have already been impeached, having done the same things? I think the difference is no. That she, I. No. <laughs> I, I think the difference is that you are – yeah, no, she de- she definitely would have been out by now. And the reason she definitely would have been out is because she would have had a House and a Senate that hate her. Like, like yeah. legit, not, not just like – not just with, dislike, actually vehemently hate her. And whilst I think they dislike Trump, um, I think – With everything they, she did before even running for president – those things weren't even issues. Yeah, but there's yeah, I know I know what you're saying, but you can't stop something, and they they don't have the power to stop her until she's in office, if you know what I mean. Because then if she fucks up, it's on this huge grand scale that she can can be a peach for, and they do have the numbers to do it. Um, in, in the Trump's case, I think they dislike him, but they're using him as a vehicle to get what they want, which is ultimately tax cuts. Um, for just the, for the rich, though, not for anybody else. Before smoke says that's a good thing. Yeah, but you you could argue, you could argue. Rather, the rich people have their own money than the government. Yeah, you you could you could make the argument that rich people are disproportionately being hammered for being rich, and some of these people have actually some of them, not all of them, have actually earned that money. You know what I mean? So you're, and rich people aren't by their own uh, dropping. Dropping bombs on dirt huts on the other side of the earth. Yep, you could you could see that. I would counter that. I would counter that by saying that someone very very rich, backed up by some very 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 rich people, dropped the biggest bomb that your country's dropped since World War Two. The um, of all bombs. Yeah, the mother of all bombs. So I, I'm just going to say, um, which brings you back to your point. Here's here's what I think. Here's what this is. Duncan's two cents, and that's right. I've converted my money into dollars because it's more valuable than the pound right now. Um, really? Right? I, I, it's not far off it. The the pound. No, the it's pound, not like a one to one thing. It's not far off it. Smoke honestly, if you were wanting to buy something from the UK, um, now is the time to do it. Uh, and trust me, <laughs> after next week's general election. 
now will be the you know in fact wait off till the general election next week when I'm just, my I just country contacts yeah, my just bought some contact lenses from there. Should have waited. Should have waited because my country is going to be plunged into anarchy um, as of next Friday. When I, unless the polls are wrong, which they've been wrong for like the past ten years in this country, um, unless the polls are really, really wrong, um, there is going to be no major party holding the most seats is likely going to have to be a minority government on one way or another which means no clarity on Brexit which means the the stock markets are going to jump up and down like crazy because no one's going to have legitimate power Um, it's like Spain, Spain hasn't they were without a government for two years or so Yeah, Yeah. and everything everything was going better <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, here's here's my here's my views as an outsider, right? And this this will answer some of Smoke's points because uh, Smoke, like sometimes I think I unfairly, I unfairly lambast him for some of the things he says. And what I think we've realised to through the cathartic experience of being on this uh, uh, psychosemantic cast last time is that ideologically speaking, me and Smoke are we agree on a lot more than we disagree with, which surprises me because I consider myself um, more of a leftist uh, than anything else. But through time, I've realised that actually maybe I'm, I have maybe slightly more libertarian leanings on certain things. I think Smoke very rightly put it, I think maybe it was on a, a Facebook chat once, that we both are very, we agree in quite a lot, but where we differ is I think that to solve some of the issues requires the state uh, intervention and smoke doesn't. The smoke's more of the opinion that the state should burn. Um, <laughs> I think the state likely calls, calls whatever issue it is. So, right. So here's, here's, here, here's my, my two cents on, on what's happening in America just now. And, and maybe some of the backlash that is coming out. Of it. I think historically speaking, um, since maybe I was going to see Nixon, but I think maybe maybe even before Nixon, um, there has been successive presidents that have been doing some seriously seriously dodgy shit in places that they shouldn't, and making deals with countries that they shouldn't, um, and not necessarily keeping an eye on the ball, which is the preservation and well being of their own citizens, and meddling in foreign interests to try and get a foothold up to control something larger than themselves, right? I think that's fair to say that. I think um, what has happened is, though, that over time, these things have been normalised and people just accept them as part of foreign policy or, or, or whatnot. Right. 100%. Yeah, I think I think what the, the danger of these things happening, where people do not react to them in a way which is not just posting things on Facebook or or writing to a senator, i.e. actually taking to the streets um, or or actually sitting when it comes to time to place your vote down on a ballot box, um, voting for party affili- affiliation as opposed to personal affiliation. Because like, you, like people that are like that, I'm a Republican, right? Well, what does that actually mean? Or I'm a Democrat, what does that actually mean? Because no one... Republican holds exactly the same values as another Republican um, and your country is made up of a lot of different states where there is completely different interests which should be taken into consideration by that elected member. They should None of none of them should be holding exactly the same ideologies across the board because you're representing your, your constituents, the people that live there and their concerns are not the same concerns as someone that lives 10 states away. You know what I mean? This, this is 
it fundamentally was so you shouldn't be voting for the party you should be voting for the individual and it should be the one that has their interest best aligned with yourself right so obviously on some level there has to be some branch or umbrella over the top of that and that's what this is where the party comes in in the case of what is happening to trump just now trump has done some pretty bad things yes but Obama, by the same token, did some seriously nefarious shit and was never really fully called on it. And <laughs> he was the, given the Nobel Peace wait, Prize. He was given years. the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. For wait, did you just did you just turn into me? No, give me a second. I'm not finished yet. I've never I never I never proclaimed to, to be um anyone that, that thought that Obama was you know, I thought he was a, I thought he was a good statist. Um but I didn't necessarily think he was a he was a good person. I thought I he, think you know, he was a great salesman. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, ironically, better than Donald Trump. Um, oh, it, Donald Trump's terrible. Salesman. Who is a, who is by his very nature and business a salesman? But um, I think he, he was articulate and he was respectful in the company of the people that he was with. Maybe not always respectful behind closed doors when he's dropping bombs, um, but you know what I mean. He's he, he was he was a he was respectful when he visited the country. He was very respectful of that country. He is he's, not. He's like a. He was just like a cool guy that you'd want to hang out with. Exactly. However, Donald, Donald Trump is not that. <laughs> yeah. However, right. Being a cool guy that everyone wants to hang out with is is one thing. But once again, very much like Donald Trump not being a cool guy that you want to hang out with, ultimately comes down to the job. And that guy did some pretty horrible things um, to, to a lot of countries that he probably shouldn't have interfered in in the first place, right? So he did all these things and he wasn't called out in it. The only people that called him out in it were really, like, I mean, like, on a grander scale, is Fox News. And Fox News didn't call him out on the actual issues. What they called him out on was apologising to countries and maybe not potentially being born in America, you know what I mean? So if you're the opposition media and that's what you're focusing on, opposed to actually what he is doing and what the faults of those actions are, then I think by by default you're not doing your job. That being said, that being said, yeah, the- uh, this is a dig at smoke. To use the argument, <laughs> to use the argument that because more people are interested in condemning Donald Trump for doing the same things because they didn't condemn Obama for doing those things is is a kind of a moot point because ultimately what, what you're saying is these things are bad, these things shouldn't happen, and we shouldn't be led by someone who is committing to do these things, right? I understand that it's frustrating that you've been banging the drum for for a lot longer than people are now currently banging the drum. It's that thing about jumping on the coattails or riding the, riding the bandwagon, you know, like being the ultimate hipster, you know, I opposed this government before <laughs> it was cool, you know what I mean? Um... I understand that point, and there is a danger that these people that are maybe now Trump haters are all of a sudden going, my government bombs where? <gasps> I never knew this. Um, Obama would never do that. Totally did it. Totally did it. Um, Clinton did it. That, she, that's, so, that's like an actual conversation I had this past week. Like, <laughs> no way. No way he did that. He did what? <gasps> Drones? <gasps> You know, like all the all this stuff, you know, like just so many intakes of air, the oxygen in the room's so low uh, that people start passing out um or yawning a lot. Um but yes, I think I think that is it's totally fair to call people out on that. But once you've called people out on that, you kinda have to on some level support the things you agree with, which is the bad shit the guy is doing. Uh, and if Obama did it, 
you know, you called him out on that. That bad shit's still happening in a completely different administration. The, the danger is that the people that are up in arms just now are not going to be consistent after the fact. So when they get the outcome that they want, they take their eye off the ball, which is, you know, is the danger. Like, anyone that thinks for one second that Hillary Clinton would have went in there and not continued, you know, dropping bombs on Syria um, and all the rest is, you know, is delusional. Like, she she was... She's a primary force for why they bombed Syria in the first place. So, I mean, it's, it's a bit difficult to sit on that high horse when, when you know, you, you're the person that's caused all the, you know, the, all, all the actions to begin with. So, my, my point is, I think... And actually, her presidency would pretty much look like this one. I, yeah, I think it would have been. I think there would have been just as many scandals. Anyone that would have thought that she wouldn't have went for Comey as soon as she took office is delusional. Comey did everything he possibly could at times. It seemed very suspect to make sure that she wasn't president. You know what I mean? Like in moves which are unprecedented within the FBI. So I think the first thing she would have went for is Comey. Um, I think there would have been you know a, a lot of other dodgy things that would have happened as well. I don't think she was ever going to be. A great president. I think she was going to continue a lot of the a lot of the nefarious activity which was happening. But I would not say for one second that because people are angered, because people on the left or liberals or whatever whatever tag people in America like to lamp on people, like being liberal is a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like being caring on a broad spectrum. I know there are certain liberal things which are a bit like too out there or a bit too touchy-feely but but by kind of showing a bit more of a caring side on certain things makes you a fucking monster or a quote-unquote snowflake the fact that that's even a term speaks to you know the kind of the level of 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 politic um criticism that there is at the moment it's like everything's become like playground stuff um you know who's the biggest bully etc and my overall point is that i think like a it's like calling everyone that you disagree with a nazi <laughs> well which is happening which is so like you know he's he's, he's like he's he's a nazi because he's, he's i think by doing that you on some level uh, uh minimize um what the nazi party actually did right i'm just don't want to throw it out there he hasn't he's a totalitarian maybe yes. and he might wish to ha have a fascist thing going on but he's yeah he's not a Nazi. He may have Nazi beliefs. He may have hired Nazis. Yeah. But yeah, I I think of him more like a totalitarian. But he's really fun to Photoshop onto Nazi photos. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a businessman. He, he may have hired Nazis in the sense that he he's hired national socialists. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's probably hired plenty of those. He's the, what he has. What he's like people are like that. He's he's trying to he's trying to control with an iron fist. Or that, yeah, he's the CEO of his own company. That's what they do. It's like they make a board of people bend to their whim. Um, so, yeah, of course he's running at things like that. Anyone that didn't think he was going to run that way when he got in the office is, uh, quite frankly, a fucking idiot. Um, and anyone that was surprised that that's the tact that he chose to do in office thus far is a fucking idiot. Um, I think what it proves to me, though, is though there is a difference between being a businessman being a competent businessman and being a politician, right? Those those are three completely different things. You can be a successful businessman and be thick as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. You can be. Like, you, you don't have to be the smartest guy in the world 
to to create a business that people will buy into or create a service that people need that will pay money, right? Because you don't, you don't at all. To, to manage a company, you don't have to be smart. You pay people to be smart for you. That's why you have like accountants, lawyers and all the rest. Not one, one person does everything, right? You just pay people to get you through it. To be a, a really ingenious businessman is someone that sees things ahead of the curve, anticipates trends and, you know, and builds a company out of predicting what people want before they know what they want, right? And that's that's the next level up. To do that, you need intellect. You need to have vision. You need to have scope. Donald Trump doesn't have that. He falls into the first category. And then the next level is being a politician. And to be a politician, you all you have to do is be knowledgeable of names of people, right? <laughs> um, kind of what's happening on the world stage um, and be able not to answer a question clearly, Right. You change the question to suit what you want to say. Change it to be, you know, to, to the message you want to do, and that's how you become a good politician. Donald Trump is not either of the two that have come after being a, you know, being a businessman, and that's what he is. He's a terrible fucking politician, absolutely horrendous. So, well, I, I agree with that on one hand. Like uh, he's, uh, like he comes across as a total buffoon, but uh, he he ended up with the highest office in the land. <laughs> He ended up in the highest office but in the land because it, it, he used playground tactics to to appeal to a base amount of voters who genuinely uh, one did not like Hillary Clinton and two yeah, I think had lost thing. interest in politics. Forty nine percent of our registered voters didn't vote in that election, and there's also that as well. And that speaks a lot to like, if you're disenfranchised to the point that you just if you're looking at the two candidates and saying, "Well, I'm not voting well, for either." Um, how did how did we come about? where Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump were the, like, <laughs> these are the two best we've got. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like, on some level, the, the Republican side of things is a bit fairer. Like, the, the Democrat side of things is if you, you know, they almost take turns at being, you know, right, it's now your turn. There's not much of, there wasn't really that much of a choice on the Democrat side. And then the... God, the Republican debate started out with, what, 15, 20 people? yeah. That's how you do it. You 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 put them out there. It's unfortunate that like Donald Trump is just really good at at, at, at like WWE promos, like yeah. really really putting down WWE the Hall he's, of Fame. Yeah, as I was about to mention, he's he's just really good at coming up with very very quick put downs of people that people latch onto and assume that means intellect. Like me me calling smoke smelly doesn't mean that I'm a smart person, right? At all, crooked you know, smoke. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, if, I'm, if I'm sitting there going, smoke, smoke's a drunk, drunken smoke. You know what I mean? That's, I that's, wouldn't argue that. That's not intellect. That's not intellect at all. That's like calling someone a name. Um, and people started to assume that because he was quick on his feet and because he has all this perceived wealth, um, which no one can really get to the bottom, to, bottom of, and in some level they don't actually need to get to the bottom of, um, but the fact he did that, people assumed that, you know, look how he's treating his, like, look how he's treating his his peers, assuming for one second that he's a politician. He's not a politician. He wasn't even a Republican until recently. So, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck about anyone. So he calls everyone all the names under the sun because he does what it takes to win. But to say that the Democrats didn't do exactly the same when there's leaked emails that came out that basically said, anyone but Sanders. <laughs> it's like, cut the head off the snake. <laughs> like, we can't have this guy in. It, 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 to assume that they were uh, any better, n neither one of them deserved to hold office at all. Um, 
I think Trump, he initially was acting like a dick and it played well because mm-hmm. he's up against these uh, these career politicians and people are just tired of yeah. being regurgitated. Then when he gets into the office, uh, <laughs> I guess it doesn't it doesn't have the same charm as it he's, was. He's not, he's not switched out of campaign mode. He's still holding rallies. He had a right? rally today. Yeah, he's still holding can't he's still holding rallies as if he's running for president because that's where he's popular. He gets in a room and every he gets in a room of supporters and everyone cheers him. When he stands in front of the press, he gets crucified. So of course he's not gonna want to do that anymore. So he, he keeps that's how you keep things going. You keep the popular message going. And that to me is the only way you could like liken Donald Trump to a Nazi. That is the only way you can do it. Not on policy, not on belief. None of that shit is even remotely like the the you know the the Nazi party at all of Germany. The one thing they did was up until the point they went to war was constant rallies. You keep people in that state of adoration to the person that they're there to see. Very much like a band goes on tour and you get groupies that go on tour with that band um, and they, they herald the band as being like godlike uh, and do what they want service them if you know what I mean um, I don't need to tell Darren this, he's a musician um, he goes on tour but you know, it's, it's the same idea, it's just done in political form um, and it's how you get, and that's the only thing that likens him to a part of that he has, he has still not really done anything overtly damaging to your country yet He's upset people. He's upset allies, right? So maybe he doesn't want those allies anymore. Maybe he wants to rely on other countries. He's upset. He's still got uh, Saudi Arabia on the payroll. He's, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> signed, a, signed a new deal to sell arms to them as well, which was... Which they'll use to kill people in Yemen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, why break that grand tradition? Uh, but to, to call him out on that, Obama sold arms to Saudi Arabia, and before him, Bush sold arms to Saudi Arabia, even after they blew up the trade center. So um, <laughs> these guys love the yeah, yeah exactly. They, they these were guys left, lo- after both ver- left off both versions of the uh, not a ban ban that he tra- a travel ban that he tried to pass. Uh, yeah, he, and he just left off all the countries where he had business. Yeah, and but at the it's, same by the same token, those countries. I think. Uh, we're on Obama's it, list as well, so those mm-hmm. are, those, it, yeah, the Obama it, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Didn't they th- recently say, "Well, they're helping us in the fight against terror." Yeah, Saudi Arabia <laughs> is your terror. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, the, they're Saudi ramping Arabia up their is, public executions now that the uh, <laughs> the visit went so well. I think, of course, they are because they're not going to get condemned for it. And it, Trump, Trump's met the, the Filipino, is, the Filipino president, right? Um, oh this is the guy that goes out. This guy, this guy's funny as hell, though. Yeah, he goes out with with groups of militia and murders people that he suspects. Not not that part. That part's yeah. (laughs) But but when he's (laughs) I'm glad you clarified that. It's funny as shit when he just murders. He he murders. He murders people that are suspected of selling drugs. So no proof, no no trial, no nothing. He goes out and does that, and Donald Trump congratulates him. him. He praised him and says, "You know, we have a lot of trouble in America with drugs." And you Jesus know we we Christ. love your your we, we love your hardline stance on it, and like ever like see if you see if you're in his like media core, you know, uh, you you must just be going, like you must be constantly must be exhausted because they're constantly having to spin what he's saying. And I don't think for one second what Donald Trump means when he says that is I want to round up American citizens and shoot them. I don't think that's what he means. I just don't think he knows how to legitimately articulate a sentence which doesn't make him sound like a total fucking dictator. You know what I mean? Or a dick, 
one of the two. <laughs> like, I think he's, I think he's stuck. He doesn't have a vocabulary. I mean, Obama would have met him and said, you know, he would have condemned him and all the rest, whilst at the same time, held in over, over, you know, a, a, a police state that is, you know, still locking up proportionally for, for crimes like holding cannabis. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. a, a huge amount. He didn't do anything on that as well. He isn't criticized for it. Um, Donald Trump is criticized for it. And the only reason Donald Trump's criticized for it is because he can't he can't string a sentence together that makes him sound remotely intelligent, uh, which doesn't involve the words great, good, best, or greatest. Um, I think think people want like in a I guess a leader, they want someone who uh, you know doesn't come across as a dumbass. <laughs> and uh, I, but I, I the thing that irritates me is like I the whole concept of this. They're doing the same things. I don't need. I don't. I don't need a leader on this level at all. So that's what. That's what irritates me. Is like, uh, yeah. People concentrate more on the packaging than the actual. The content. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree with that. I, this is this is where we come together here, smoke, in a big soapy hand job, cathartic, like nature. <laughs> uh, this is where we come together, and this is this is this is where I agree with you. I think like for the longest time that Obama was in office. Um, anyone that spent, I don't know, maybe two minutes on the internet searching news stations out with the American ones would see a, a litany of things that the guy was doing in other countries which were nefarious and not very good. And he was never really called out on it. And he left office being heralded for a lot of things out with the healthcare thing. Um, a lot of things that he kind of lucked into if you know what I mean, as opposed to being strict policy things that, you know, that, that he imposed himself personally and all the rest. And people that say, you know, he's a great champion and bastion of gay rights. It wasn't as, he didn't run on that manifesto or that platform at all. In fact, he, he if anything, he was against gay marriage. It was Joe Biden that was for it. Yeah, it was uh, 2012, <laughs> I think, was when Biden flew that trial balloon. Yeah. Like, uh, before that, Obama was vehemently against it. Yeah, so I mean, it's I, I, I find these things amusing, but my my overall point is though I don't think I think it's fair to on one level criticize people for only taking an interest now um, about these horrible things when these horrible things have been happening in various different forms or iterations for 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 many years, um, just because Donald Trump's a buffoon and he can't disguise how fucking flawed things are in the system of government it's like he he bombs syria and then the next day code pink comes out of hibernation yeah <laughs> like where have you guys been you know what I mean? but it's like it's I, I think it's i think it's i think you have the right to do that but i don't think after after um highlighting the ir- irony of the situation i think if they're if ultimately these are things that you're still against, at that point everyone should be on side. Um, uh, yeah, everyone should unify on those things. Um, you know, after after the fact, and and hope that I think I think I don't think your country's ever going to be the same. I don't think if a Democrat gets in next, it's going to be business as usual with the the press corps. I think the press corps have found that actually talking about politics has made them relevant again. <laughs> I would be surprised if newspapers aren't doing a bit better business since no, Trump are. went. Yeah, and news networks. So that's going to carry through. And by by actually doing their job, 
you know, by actually doing investigative journalism <laughs> um, and not talking about Kim Kardashian, uh, I, I think what you'll find is that from now on or for, for the next several years, whoever is in that seat of power, whoever is in that office, is going to be under immense scrutiny. And to be honest with you, they fucking should be. They have the keys to to a hell of a lot of power and a hell of a lot of influence, and all of them should be fucking scrutinised. You should be sceptical of anyone that says, I want to run for president. I, but you, you like could have said that after Bush. Says. Yeah, Bush... Bush... <sighs> What like, Bush are we talking about here? We're talking about- well, either. <laughs> but, uh, like, like, like Bush like Senior, after- Bush Senior um, was former head of the CIA. You know what I mean? He was the head of the CIA. And regardless what you say, I think there is an agenda and I think it speaks out very much. I think Bush Junior is just a fucking clown and he got played very, very easily by a lot of people that wanted to, to not wanted war. Um, I, I don't think anyone sets out to want war, but I think there was a lot of people uh, around them that took advantage of it. Seemed like a lot of people did want war back then. Yeah, but I think I, I actually think he, if, you, if you see the platform, if you see the platform that he ran on, it was nothing to do with fucking war at all. If anything, most people thought he was his, his opinion ratings were considered poor when you know he, when he was elected. You know, considered poor then, and it was in the mid to high forties, and Donald Trump's barely scraping above thirty two. <laughs> at the moment you know what I mean it's like people just saw him as being harmless it's when you put people like Cheney around them and stuff like that who legitimately see an opening um, and, and you know as soon as they see that opportunity to make a whole hell of a lot of money of bombing people they're going to fucking swing for it um, but yeah I think that this is a, the most interesting way to kick off Starship Troopers which I would argue is very much in the sphere of everything we this movie is, yeah, is so fucking on the nose of where a lot of things I wanted to talk about just now that I was like, wait, this this is ties in to Starship Troopers. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> so on the nose of where we are just now. It is unbelievable. This movie basically basically sets out American foreign policy um for the last 10, 15 years. Like comfortably, I would uh, go back further than that. And yeah, and it, 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 I think at the time I don't think it was. Pre- yeah, at the time it's not predicting where the where they think things are going. Um, as if anything, it's highlighting where you've been. Um, but I think it's become more poignant now. Um, and as I think, yeah, I went on this huge things. Things are things are not great. Things could be a whole hell of a lot worse. The man is a fucking buffoon. Um, he's an idiot, and. Yeah, he has broken the law, and people know he's broken the law. Other people have broken the law, that's right. There's no point in having laws if you're not going to enforce them. So if it takes people to start acting now to to hold Trump accountable for the things he's done and then future presidents held accountable for the things they've done and that's what he has done in being president, then I think he's done a good fucking job. Um, you know what I mean? That's but, how he'll make America great again. <laughs> maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's how he does it. Maybe, Maybe... Maybe, make like America accountable again? Yeah, make 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 America accountable again. Ma? That's that maybe that's maybe that's what he's doing. But I don't think he set out to do it. I don't think he was sitting there going, you know what I mean? I don't think he's the Joker from Batman. I don't, I don't, I don't think, don't think he thought he was gonna win. I don't think he did either. I don't, I don't either. I think the whole thing is just the ego thing. Yeah. Like, I think like, I don't, I don't think he has any grand plans or anything. Yeah, I think I, he's just My primary consultant is myself because I have a very good brain. I think just wants to sit in the Oval Office and crank I th- it. Yeah, I think it, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can. 
I would put money. I bet he's impotent. <laughs> is, is that why he's so? Uh, That's why he's so, so angry. And so he's so angry he just can't get up anymore. I don't think Baron was conceived uh, the way that we think he was conceived. It was probably done with a turkey baster and a chip. Uh, it was done with a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a very un-Trump look about him. Uh, <laughs> and if anyone like they all talk about, I feel sorry for his wife because she does not want to be there at all. She fucking hates. Like having that scrutiny on her because she's also thick. They're all they're a fucking family of thick people who. I thought you were talking about like her ass at first. And oh, she does <laughs> like, have a nice ass. That's the one thing. That's like, the one thing. Thick. You, did you ever think you'd be able to utter the words? I can go online and see legitimate naked pictures of the first lady. Not since uh, Jackie O, right? Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying about Jackie O. Hello. Yeah. So yeah, that was a huge derailment, and I'm really, really sorry about that. But I hey, think that this I, could I, be its own episode. It's almost forty minutes long. <laughs> I have not, I have not spoken to Smoke like on a on a Skype call for since the last time we recorded. I think is that right? Was did you uh, miss the the? Yeah. One, I missed the one midnight horror show that happened in. Yeah, I in don't the think so. was there. Were you there? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, so that's the last <laughs> time I spoke to you. But I think that, that show went off the rails pretty quick. Oh, yeah, uh, that that one was like two hours of us just blabbering like, that's what we're doing yeah. now. <laughs> nothing about this stuff. And to be honest with you, Smoke went and Smoke became Hillary Clinton for a while there. Like when, when the press started getting like mega crazy, like about everything Donald Trump was doing, Smoke went into the wilderness for a while and, you know, like like literally just stopped... So I had to make sure it was okay because I hadn't heard anything remotely political and he was like, I'm just, I'm, I've, oh, I, I've given just... up. <laughs> Outside of Messenger, I've given up Facebook. I don't even. So yeah, we've it's... not had this, we've not had this platform. It's, it's not even politics. It's just Facebook in general is just, oh, it's just a cesspool of dumb it's, shit. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> and I, I looked on the other day, I like, I flipped through something that was, uh, Stuff about fidget spinners? What the oh, fuck? Oh yeah, those? someone had to explain that to me, and I'm only 35. Right, I'm not old. I know in today's like world, I'm very much like the dark ages where like you died before you reached the age of 35. That's why people were fucking at 12. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like, like get it while the getting's good. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of felt that that the dark ages have come into modern times in that by age 35 you are considered to be old because technology and the culture and everything has moved so far ahead of what you know of where you can actually like you know you're getting old when something like a fidget spinner is fucking everywhere and i hadn't heard of it before i, I, heard I, of it I, I still started appearing i don't have life. a i don't have a clue at this moment what it is it's this it's like a it's like a I, I, I can't even explain it's like they spin it that's yeah. it <laughs> it was uh most of them are three-pronged ones although people have made swastika ones uh oh. and then all of a sudden it just became every fucking kid has one it, but, if, but they're talking as if it's some sort of fucking new thing it is basically basically a blinged up dreidel yeah <laughs> and, and those things have been on the go for fucking thousands of years so yeah, or when like, you click and unclick your pen a hundred fucking times it's uh, it just, so now we know who's behind this it's always the jews smoke always the jews <laughs> the various jews ones to throw us off right alex turn the frogs gay <laughs> oh, yeah oh, oh fuck since the last time we spoke 
I don't even think we're going to get any a movie review. I think we're just going to talk a lot. But since My, the last Myron and we... I barely talked about the core, so <laughs> since the last time we spoke, uh, you had that great thing with Alex Jones. So Alex Jones got taken to court um, because he's, he's like a parental paternity case thing, um, where he, he says he's putting. Well, yeah, he said he, he was putting on an act. Um, yeah. which he then retracted the following day in a, a message recorded on his iPhone in his car where he was talking about burning down the system and, uh, you know, the, the lefts will never get him and the fucking Illuminati and the lizard people from the, the, the goddamn... You know, like, he like, goes off in this huge rant and then he goes back into court on that day and you would think, right, he's got out of his system and then he said that he couldn't remember what he was doing with his kids because he had chili that day <laughs> and a bowl of chili for lunch and that threw him off. His, his, you know, his questions in there, and he lost, he lost custody of his kids, um, which he's now blaming on the the liberal media or some shit like that. I don't know, but he went through that, and you know, he's he's become he's he's become a parody of himself. It's quite funny, um, in that he is now he was recently boasting about how his very much like Donald Trump actually how his memes are the most popular memes on the internet. Like the dankest. <laughs> I don't think what he understands is a meme is usually someone making a joke at the expense of the picture or at the expense of the content of what the picture comes, you know, represents. I don't think he's understood that yet. I think he just thinks that people are using his face. That means that people believe in what he says. Um, I'll, I'll send him that picture said, of him in the dildo I made. <laughs> I said there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. If you're she said that she wants to blow up the White House. <laughs> if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to sell yourself as something, then no, there's no. And then people are acting like fucking Alex Jones is the first one to do it, and I'm like, oh come on, the fuck. There's a litany of people before that, that that spouted outlandish bullshit with no factual base at all and became celebrities. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was quite, <laughs> I just thought that was quite funny. You know what I mean? Um, all these guys, like, if they didn't have, like, if Alex Jones didn't have Infowars um, or anything like that, he would essentially be a podcaster. You know what I mean? He'd be one of us because that's mm -hmm. what we do. <laughs> it's yeah. like... You give me, you give me a couple of million, I'll run for the White House. Um, you know what I mean? Well, when I say a couple of million, I mean hundreds of millions. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the only thing that separates us really is that when you have a bit more power, you want more power. Um, it's very much like Christopher Walken and um, and that great Bond movie where he just keeps saying more, more power, uh, which is um, more power. Got a fever for more power. More, more power. <laughs> which is basically but which is basically the, the the standpoint of anyone once again if anyone ever says they want to run for office um you should instantly be skeptical of them oh, 100% because i think there are a few out there that are doing it for legitimate reasons but i think they are very quickly swayed off to serve other people's interests who they don't necessarily get elected on um or they're serving their own interests which, to be honest with you, you shouldn't be holding public office if you're there to serve your own interests. So, yeah. Service yourself in private. Yeah, so Paul Verhoeven... <laughs> well, you know what I love about Paul Verhoeven, uh, to me... And this is your show, Darren, so please feel free to tell me to shut the fuck up. Um, no, no. Uh, I'm giving the people what they want. Paul Verhoeven, Duncan. for me... Um, more smoke when least. you talk. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but when smoke talks, it's usually to upset me. Um, that's his that's his goal. Uh, he makes he makes a movie in the eighties that basically speaks like it's one of the greatest kind of socially aware movies of the nineteen eighties of Robocop, not Basic Instinct, which was the nineties before he said anything smoke. Um, and then does the same in the the nineties when he does Starship Troopers. Like these two very socially aware, um, very interesting takes on you know like obviously more when you look at something like Starship Troopers where the message is front and centre, Robocop yeah. is more in the background. But I think that's, you know, I think to do that is very, very difficult. And the fact that both those movies are still fucking amazing as long after the fact of them coming out, I think is, is pretty phenomenal. When I first saw Starship Troopers, I was a teenager. And then after it was done, I was like, oh, that was, that was a pretty cool uh, sci-fi bug movie. And that's, <laughs> that's basically all that I'd gotten came from it. <laughs> And then I, I think I watched uh, Bring It On right after that. And then, uh, <laughs> Got all, and completely that oblivious. Cool, uh, cheerleading movie. Next thing you're going to tell me that uh, Bring Elijah It On is a political thriller underneath it. Oh, well, there is the conflict between the uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst, all white rich kids uh, oh, stealing yeah. the moves of the young inner city people. You basically. It is a political thriller now. Did you I did not realize this? Did you basically say, uh, Darren, I just want to get this right. Okay. Are you basically saying that Get Out with its message of black appropriation by the white man is basically plagiarized from Bring It On? <laughs> Ooh. No. I think somehow they went into the future and ripped off Get Out because that movie's fucking awesome. Mm. Really, really Get really. Out is pretty great. It is pretty phenomenal. Who would who would have known that a very successful comedian um, like Jordan Peele, who who did comedy, which was in some cases rooted in horror, could do a horror movie? I think like I think like the surprise from people was I didn't think it was going to be as amazing as it was going to be, but I I thought it would be a good movie. But some people just flat out thought it was going to be shit, which confused me. It's my top of the year so far because it's better than what everyone else said would be the top for most people, which is Raw. You know, I still haven't <laughs> checked that out yet. Raw is top five for me, but it's not it's not the best horror movie I've seen this I, year. I, I thought Raw was good. Not as good as it was made out to be by certain fellas <laughs> in a certain chat. We, we can we can we can mention them right now. Mark Ball, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah Mark, Mark, Mark knows that. Mark, Mark also says that the best movie he's seen this year is The Void, which is. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Which will not even make my top 20 horror movies this year because I've seen 10 better movies than it. Um, so, yeah, I think. yeah, I thought. Hmm, Raw to me is not a. I, there's a lot I liked about it. There's a lot I really liked about it. Um, I don't think it's the most original movie in the world. I think it's beautifully shot. I thought it was very well acted and I thought it was very funny in bits. Which made it like a a standout in the in the kind of cannibal subgenre. I thought that that side of things was really quite interesting. It's it's nowhere near the clout of something like Get Out, which is just to me. I I would go as far as to say I've, I've used this word already. I think it's a modern masterpiece. I couldn't find fault with it at all. That movie, I genuinely think it's the the best horror movie of the year thus far. There's plenty still to come out, um, but you know it, it rocks it. Funnily enough, Ver, Verhoeven released um, trying to get us back on track. Um, <laughs> Verhoeven released a movie 
technically came out this year in the UK, but it was last year, I believe, in the States, called L, which is really fucking good, and you should check it out if you are... Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Well, there's it kind of plays into... Um, once again, it's a very socially aware movie that kind of is on some level... Um, a strike for feminism and against feminism in the same breath. I don't know how he does it. It's a very weird balancing act, but it's a fucking incredible movie. So yeah, that dude just like you can just do shit, which is really interesting. And then he also does movies like Hollow Man, which are not good. Yeah, he bounced yeah. back from Showgirls too. I, yeah, I liked I liked Hollow Man. Yeah, watch it now. It does not hold up well. <laughs> Bacon's good, I, in it, uh, but it doesn't hold the, the, up. The concept carries it pretty far, and the effects. Yeah, the the concepts like they get it spot on with that because like you've got a guy who thinks he has this kind of godlike complex. So when he does become invisible, yes, he would rape a woman. I mean, that's not. It's it's funny because when you ask people about superpowers that they'd want, uh, what superpower would you want? A lot of people will say, you know, up in the top five superpowers, out with flying and super strength, um, is either X-ray vision. Um, or the ability to see to be invisible, and it's generally because people want to observe people naked. That's what I've said. It's <laughs> almost as if things. they don't, they want to look at movies. It's almost as if they don't know the internet is literally filled with more porn than the average person could consume in a lifetime, starting from age zero to the age of like a hundred and one. Um, there's more porn than if you were watching it twenty four seven, you still would not be able to watch all the hours of porn that there is online. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah just that. put a piece of tape over that uh, webcam and you will be invisible too. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh. What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. 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 Let me hear it. The internet is for porn. Sorry, Kate. The internet is for porn. But yeah, so uh, uh, I don't know what you. Th- I I feel like we've went so far off off the rungs now that I and I feel like I've talked so much now. I've just opened the beer. I'm going to sit back and enjoy my beer, and everyone else is going to talk. <laughs> well, if that does, if this doesn't just come out as its own little episode, uh... yeah, do that. Let's start again. <laughs> That's just a sample of the films to come. You can't please all the people all the time, but we hope we'll please most of you most of the time. Anyway, see you soon.
fighting spread all along Whitehall and in for Trafalgar Square. Hundreds of police reinforcements are still arriving. The number of arrests is expected to rise.